It's Divas That Care Radio. Stories, strategies, and ideas to inspire positive change. Welcome to Divas That Care, a network of women committed to making our world a better place for everyone. This is a global movement for women, by women, engaged in a collaborative effort to create a better world for future generations. To find out more about the movement, visit divasthatcare.com after the show. Right now, though, stay tuned for another jolt of inspiration. One just has to pick up a magazine or turn on a television to see that we, as women, are bombarded daily with media images of female physical perfection, leaving us with the most unrealistic of expectations as to how we should look. No wonder female confidence is falling while incidents of eating disorders are on the rise. What's most alarming is the way this affects young girls. A reduced sense of self-worth can create anxiety, stress, even depression, causing relationship issues while potentially impairing academic and job performance. In direct contrast, Confidence in Bloom is designed to send the opposite message to any woman of any age, shape, or background who has ever felt inadequate, unworthy, or tossed aside because of how she looks. You matter. You are enough now. I, Tina Spolatini, a woman of substance, insist that women deserve to be happy, confident, successful, not to mention so totally in love with themselves in their own bodies, just the way they are. Through an ongoing series of intriguing conversations with women from all walks of life who are all extraordinary in their own right, I will take us on a journey of ultimate self-acceptance and empowerment. Together, we'll share the stories, laugh, learn, maybe even shed a few tears when you realize how far women have come to realize just how wonderful life is when you stand in your own power, feeling fantastic in your own skin. Today's guest is Crystal Kaufman. Crystal is a self-confessed, techie, geeky, entrepreneurial, spiritual nerd who loves figuring things out, and she excels in helping other small businesses and entrepreneurs streamline and automate their systems, planning, hosting epic events, and creating innovative marketing strategies, along with growing their online presence with website creation and social media engagement. Uh, Hi, Crystal. Hey, Tina. How are you? I'm good, thanks. How are you? I'm awesome. Thank you. Excellent. Tell us a little bit more about your um, your business and, and what you you do as far as, you know, automation and planning and hosting. Yeah. What I love is bringing clients' visions to life. So I really listen in to what is it that they see for their business. What are they – what's the big scary goal that they see? And then we set up the system to help support that. So whether it is an automation of a podcast or it's um, a checklist or it's some sort of learning tool that they can give to their clients and in exchange they can start learning about them so that they can start learning to trust them and grow with them and then they can provide a better service to them. So there's no cookie cutter approach to anything online these days, uh, anything in business, and it really has to be what sings to your soul and makes you happy and how you can show your presence out in the world. And so we figure out, we have a way to dissect that all and figure out what works best for you. Awesome. So you're like the the jack of all trades when it comes to tech. 
Yeah. I'm one of those weird ones that really loves technology. A lot of people scare it scares them and they shy away from it and I like dive right in and I love it. I love learning the new innovative ways that uh technology can really be to our benefit actually, saving us time, money so that you can focus on what you do best and where you sh- truly shine. So if you're a coach, a consultant, which I work with many of them, they get to coach with their clients instead of building an email drip sequence, instead of what do I post online. Um, Those things can be weighing you down and daunting. So we alleviate that with some creative solutions, and then you get to do what you love. Oh, well, I think, well, I know most women I talk to on the daily basis uh, need you. We need you hiding <laughs> in our drawers, you know, of our desk. We need you to be there because everybody I know does not know how to do much on their computer. And I, 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 sometimes I have to be honest and say I avoid certain jobs just to avoid right? the whole tech. Yep. Yes. Yep. And that's normal. And we need people okay. like you. Yeah, thank you. It's normal and it's okay because you're in your confidence in what you do best and how you speak with your clients and your coaching, and I'm in my confidence in the learning technology and how that supports you. So that that's really my my zone of genius. I love it. <laughs> that's awesome. That's uh, and I love that. Yeah, I can feel your passion. So that's that's great. And like I said, we all need you. Do you set goals for yourself, like personally and business-wise? I sure do, and I've set all kinds of goals for myself, and sometimes they're short-term and sometimes they're long-term goals, and sometimes, I must say, um, goals can be a little tricky. So something I see as a goal for today could change next week, and I have to pivot and adjust those goals. But I think goals, I set my goals even with my to-do list. I'm set to finish these certain goals today. I My goal today is to eat this many calories. My goal today is to go for a walk. It can be as simple as that. Or my goal is even to do some self-care and have a bath and uh, wash my hair and fix fix it up and curl it tonight. Those could be simple goals as well. Well, that's so yeah. So daily and but you do make long term goals. I do make long term goals, and because I always feel like there has to be a vision. There's something that I'm walking and moving towards, and so the short term goals can benefit and they support the long term goals. Yeah, that's yeah, that's great. Um, so I'm going to assume you're like me and most women I know. How many times do you think or how how often do you think um, you've tried but you failed at achieving at basically the same goals in the past? You know, you set one goal and it seems to always be on your list of goals. Yeah. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And I really had to pivot how I think about it because in the end I feel like there is no failure there's only feedback. So what do I need to shift about myself? Because if I'm to be truly honest with myself, there's many things that I continue to uh, not succeed at. And that would be when it comes to my health 
a lot of it, I do this yo-yo diet thing, this up and down, in and out, committed, not committed. And then I'll be like, oh, see, that didn't work again. So it can be several times, sometimes even within a day. And I'm just really learning to rewire how I think about that and that that I'm not a failure. It's not it's not that I'm a failure, that this sucks, this is a failure. It's just a different way. How can I succeed at this that truly is going to work for me? Mhm. Yeah, I I understand that. Yeah, and we're not failures. You know, yeah. sometimes we set ourselves up to fail, but we that doesn't create that doesn't mean we are failures. So do you do you find that you have the same obstacles um in your way that you're reluctant to face yeah I actually do and I think that's actually the biggest secret of it all is that if I'm to be truly honest with myself is that I have there is an underlying belief or there is something that is sabotaging my success and I keep allowing that to come in and it hides itself it disguises itself in a different way it, it disguises it in as a distraction or the shiny penny, penny syndrome of, um, or my son or my family needs something and so uh, this diversion. Um, so it, distra- it comes in all different ways and uh, I realize that I put a lot of emphasis on all these obstacles when really I'm my biggest obstacle and, and when I make health my number one priority or sometimes it's not my number one priority if I'm to be honest, sometimes it's my number two priority. But when I don't make that and commit that to that and take it really seriously, then all these little things just, it's like the universe almost tests me and like, oh, is it really important? Is it really important? And I'm like, oh, you're right, it's really not that important. <laughs> so I'll... I'll um, I'll fall off, and I am really learning this time, listening to the language, listening and watching my behavior and my choices and why I'm doing what I'm doing versus always the action. Like, okay, I might have eaten an extra helping at dinner that helps, that doesn't help with the weight goal, but why am I doing that? Really paying attention more to what's going on in my head. Am I eating because last night I was at a family dinner and I want to um, impress or I want to like it food taste so good. I'm around company. I don't realize how much I'm eating. So there's more going on always all the time that I'm trying to dissect it at a deeper level, if that makes any sense. Yeah, it does. It does for sure. I um now, my next question for you was, why do you give up so easily? So I'm going to, like, you get distracted. But I think it's not even a distract. Well, I don't know if you would call it a distraction. I think, like mm-hmm. me, I get sort of caught up in the moment. Mm-hmm. So it's a distraction, but it's not really, like, you know, um, something that's, that's necessarily a better option for me to think about. What do you think the answer to that is? Like, it's not really... Like, yes, it's a distraction, but mm-hmm. there's something more to it. Is it priority? I do. Some of it is. And you know what I've been really dissecting and really figuring out? There's a part of me that's learning to embrace what success is. Success in all areas of my life. So that's success, but I can have success in my health. 
that I'm a vibrant, beautiful, sexy, attractive woman. And what does that really look like? So it's that success is a part of true self-worth and self-love at a higher level, at the next level. And that takes a higher level of accountability on my end. And I give up because I think there's a part of me, if I'm to if I'm really looking, that's scared of success. What does that look like? They're growing up, and even there's still people in my world today, if I'm too successful or other people are too successful, their languaging is, well, who does she think she is? And she thinks she's so good. You think you're better than I am. You're up on this pedestal. I'm like, oh, gosh, I don't want people to think that about me. No, I, I want people to like me. I want people to pay attention to me. I want, I want to have friends. I want, I want to fit in. So there's a part of me that's scared of that success and what, and what would success look like in all areas. And then are people going to ghost me because they think, I'm, they think that I think I'm, too, I'm better than them. I'm too good for them. So there's unraveling some of that inner voice that I think is going on for me. And so that is playing into everyday decisions now of why I don't stick to my goals. Right, right. Yeah, that that makes sense. Uh, do you share your goals? You you mentioned the word accountability. Do you share your goals yeah. with someone that, you know, can keep, keep you accountable? I do. And, I mean, I used to do it before as well. And then I realized, they're probably not the best people that I needed to share it to achieve true next level accountability for myself. So I'm a little picky with who I share it with because I actually want you to be tough on me. I actually want you to call me on my stuff. And when I'm slacking and making excuses, um, call me on that. Here's the language that I'm using and I'm giving you full permission to bring that back to me and say, Crystal, is that really what you want? Is that really what you need? Are you making excuses for yourself? Check in. So I have that now with only a select few girlfriends, my partner, my son even will do that with me, and my business partner. So I've incorporated it in all areas of life, and I think it's beneficial to me to continue to push myself to grow and grow. And they do it from a, in a loving way. So it's not harsh or they're not giving me trouble and heck and degrading me or anything like that. It's from a very loving space. And, it, and when I've given them the full permission, I want them to actually step in and own it. Like they need to be harsh sometimes. And uh, <laughs> I think that's people I was choosing before were a little soft. So um, it's okay to be harsh and honest and truthful with me. I love that. Um, I don't think I like that for myself. You know, I don't like <laughs> to be called out on my on my dirt. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, right? I don't like to feel well, guilty. And that's what, that's what happens, right? If someone says to you, yes. Crystal, you said you were going to have this done by tomorrow, but you haven't even started it. Yes. Right? Like, right. don't you feel like, oh, my God, she caught me. I am useless. But, you know, that's what I do to myself. Yeah. Right. And so if guilt is is a, a demotivator, then I absolutely don't recommend that. For me, it's a motivator. And so this is why learning what actually motivates you and what you need to succeed. So maybe you need an encouragement, loving nudge. Maybe you need something entirely different. 
And that's okay because we are all wired entirely different. And, and then I say the next part is then learning to heal the guilt that uh, there is a part of us that, yeah, you're right, I haven't done the paper, so I can have some choices right now. I can either get it done, I can renegotiate a different time for the paper, or I can just say, no, I'm not doing it and, and abandon it entirely. So you do have choices out of it. I have choices out of it, and uh, somehow those things motivate me. So I use that to um, catapult my decisions in my life. Yeah, that, that's awesome. That's really awesome. Um, if you go back and you think of all the things that you've given up, like all the goals that you've set that you just said, you know what, it's not that important. How long do you think it takes you before you actually realize that it just isn't that important to you? Hmm. Great question. That's tough because when it comes to my health journey, it has been a decade. And I still am not ready to give up on it, though I might do it for a month, three months, something like that, and temporarily give up on it. I overall don't want to lose battle. So I, I might have lost this little this little bout, but I don't want to I don't want to give up on myself. So there's things like health that I've never given up on. And then there's things like certain relationships or certain business endeavors that um, when I realize that it's soul-sucking, off-purpose, and it's doing me more harm than good, then I'm ready to release it. So sometimes that's been in a few months, I notice it. Uh, and some, if I'm to be honest, painfully, was like a few years Uh I'm getting better at noticing it quicker because um, <laughs> I notice it in my behavior when things shift and when I realize it's not good for me anymore. And that's the one of the benefits of uh, personal growth. You you tend to notice your behaviors quicker as you you know the more you do personal growth, the more you learn mm-hmm. yourself, and then the quicker you learn little habits like that, right? Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. And that's that's actually the secret to success. So it's not that I'm going to do everything perfectly from now on, but I am way more common of my behavior, of my language, of my inner voice, things like that. And those things are what are helping me to succeed more and more or to not even choose the things that might even be harmful that I would have chose before and then stuck in and stayed there. You know, now I can see it. A lot more clear, not perfectly, but a lot more clear. But a lot more clear, yeah, I, yeah. Well, and that's you know because you know yourself more, right? You know yourself better today than you would have probably even just five years ago. Absolutely. So, uh, are you? Would you call yourself a planner or a panicker? Uh-huh. Um. Well, I can definitely play in both. I love to plan. I, I am a planner, even in my business. I'm an event planner. I'm a business planner. I love to plan. I have my to-do list and my, my my little goals throughout the week. But I must admit that I am motivated by panic, by deadlines. Um, they do they do actually push me. Yeah, I, I think I, I think I need the same. I like I have lots of planning done. 
But in the end, I do what I feel is going to get me going, right? And that's usually Mm -hmm. like, oh, I have to have that done by tomorrow. I better get on that. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So when when you do that, like when you work like, you know, like on the minute kind of thing, What do you do to make sure that you don't repeat mistakes that you've done in the past? Because, I mean, obviously, when we work that way, I know I'm myself, I tend to make a lot of mistakes. Mm -hmm. And that's quite typical as well, I believe, uh, because we get into autopilot. And if we haven't done the work or aren't in active learning to try to shift some of our thoughts and behaviors, then you're just going to go back into normal, like your normal, normal autopilot of how you do things. And so for me, it's like consciously aware and changing my behaviors. So when I panic or things panic, instantly I just want to drop everything and run to that thing and rush into it and, like you said, make mistakes. So I am have to tell myself, stop. Even if you take five minutes, before this, you act into this panic, it's going to be okay. So I'll actually take some time to think about it, maybe plan a bit. Sometimes I even have to do a little bit of a meditation just to kind of ground myself and not be in frantic, chaotic energy and then come into it with more clear, confident, in-control type of mindset to the thing and I usually then can do it better. But it's sometimes easier said than done. <laughs> so uh, it's it's really it's a practice type of thing, and it's and it's just like lifting weights or running, like trying to go run a marathon. You're not just going to go out there and do it, or you're not just going to go pick up a hundred pounds and lift it like a champion. You have to grow the muscle. So you know, the first time I do it, I might get a little sloppy and clunky. But I'm committed to keeping on going, committed to doing that learning for myself so that it is healthier for me and in more flow and confidence so that I can get the task done with little amount of mistakes. I am human as well. I will make mistakes. But uh, little amount of mistakes and and to push through what I need to get done. Yeah, that's, you know, it's funny. All my questions, but my next question was, um, how do you apply your personal growth into your business and your relationships? And you did touch on that, right? I mean, obviously mm-hmm. you know yourself. You know now what you're, you know, what you're like when you have to rush through things. And I'm going to assume, and, and I want you to, you know, elaborate more, but you use that in your business as well, right? You, you, you oh. sort of take that minute and go, okay, so I rush. I don't want to rush through this. This yeah. is what I'm going to do. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, what we do in the one thing, we do in everything. And so I'm really realizing that because I thought I'm like, oh, I'm this way in relationships and this way in my business and this way with my son. And But it's not. I really am. I am this way in everything. So I'm learning to be consistent. And I really watch my languaging and I pay really close attention to what I'm doing. And when I've slipped or when things kind of go a little chaotic or out of control, that's when I'll take a step back and like, okay, what happened here? And it's just like we were just talking about that. Sometimes I'll just rush in and do it without thinking, and uh, mistakes are happening, and balls are dropping all over the place, and I'm out of control. So 
the more that I can claim my confidence and grounding and centering beforehand to go into these things. And that could even be as simple as a, having a difficult conversation with my partner, um, working with my client. And the more that I'm confident, the more I can get through some of their issues and their struggles and their challenges that we're going through. Uh, it works with my son as well, is that if he's having if he's some, having issues or he needs something and it's panicked, mom, mom, I need this, then the more that I'm grounded and clear and confident, the more that energy reflects to him and he picks that up and, and I pass the confidence on to him. Um, I, I just believe it's all where these big energy balls as well. So the more that I bring that to any area of my life, the more it's picked up from them, I'm having clearer conversations, I'm more productive, and I'm feeling better because I feel more confident and accomplished with what I'm actually doing. Yeah, I love that, that you said that perfectly. Totally perfectly. (laughs) Now, we, in a few, a few, questions back that I had asked you. You mentioned um, success and what you believe success is, but do you believe that success is loneliness or can be? Yeah. This one I really struggle with uh, because it felt like that every time there was this, shall I say, up-leveling in my life that I've learned something new, I've grown from it. I noticed my circle of friends getting smaller and smaller or um, different, I'll say. And it starts to feel lonely. I, I'm starting to, as I'm growing in my business, I'm starting to feel lonely. And I notice, I'm starting to form this belief that success is lonely, that people aren't going to like me or want me because I'm, I'm successful. And so I'm calling BS on my own stuff there. But I actually don't think, I've had to readopt a new saying and try it on, and I keep telling myself every time I think that I'm lonely, is that actually success is the, is the portal to connection. It's the portal to the connection of the support and the systems that we actually need in our world or that we're asking for. So if I'm wanting to act and be at this next level of accountability, in order to do that, I'm going to need a strong support network. I'm going to need a a good partner and we're going to have to have things cleaned up in our relationship. I want to have my son being successful. Those things all lead to being successful in the other areas. So I'll just touch even on the, the weight that in order for me to be successful, these are the things I need to set up in my world. And if I'm setting it up with people that are letting, allowing me to slide Oh, let's go for chocolate chocolate cake tonight, Crystal. Let's let's just have this. Oh, it's just one night, not a big deal. You know, if we want to continue to allow these excuses, I'll say, or not excuses, maybe I'll say little small permissions. Pretty soon, before you know it, I'm back to where I didn't said I didn't want to be. So, I'm as I'm growing, I'm looking for people that are growing with me that either want to grow with me or are there, mentors that are there. And so it's just a difference. It's a shift. And when I look at myself like even 20 years ago, you know, I, if I was still hanging out with the people I hung out then, 
I, I don't know where I would be. I'm such a different person now. So it's only natural that things would shift and change. And it doesn't. Ha- I don't have to look at it as a bad thing. Is that it's just different. It's just pivoted, and it the universe has brought different people into my world that support my decisions and my goals and my growth of where I am today. Yeah, I truly believe that we have a path that is paved for us, and we mm-hmm. like even though we don't think about it, our we just go on the path that is meant for us. And sometimes, sometimes we we think we're doing it on purpose, and sometimes we look back and say, "Wow, that kind of happened without me even noticing." Mm-hmm. Right? And I think that's kind of yeah. where you like what you were touching on when you said you don't know if you would have stayed with those friends, if you would be where you are today, right? I believe that we are all where we are because this is where we're meant to be. Yeah, well said. I completely agree. Mm -hmm. I have one more question for you. When you were little, what did you want to do when you grew up? (laughs) It's so funny because there's nothing I want to do now, but I wanted to be a marine biologist, which is interesting because I didn't know. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I wanted to be a marine biologist. I just love dolphins, and I think what I loved about them is their, their freedom and their majestic creatures, and so oh, darn cute. But, yeah, I didn't even like swimming. <laughs> so, that is I, I don't too know. funny. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Thank you so much, Crystal, for today. We yeah. had a great conversation. Um, I hope you're drinking a cup of coffee because I certainly am. I am. I am. We are going to Cheers to that. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. We are going to put your social media links in the show notes, uh, but you can be found on Facebook and Instagram and LinkedIn, of course. And um, your website, stepbystepbusinesssolutions.com. Correct. Perfect. Thank you so much. I hope you have an Thank awesome you. day. You too. Thank you. Confidence in Bloom is a celebration of self-love, a confirmation that you're an amazing, desirable, brilliant, gorgeous, talented woman, even though you may not look like a screen star, star or a supermodel. The truth is, they don't even look like that. We offer unconditional love to our partners, our children, our extended family, even our pets. It's high time we got out of our own way and learned to unconditionally love ourselves. Chic definitely does come in every shape. So if you want something to believe in, start with yourself. If you'd like to be a guest here on Confidence in Bloom and chat with me, contact me through Instagram at InStyling, InfoBloomStyling, or by email at Tina at InfoBloomStyling.com or through the Divas That Care website. Thanks for listening. This show was brought to you by Divas That Care. Connect with us on Facebook, on Instagram, and of course on divasthatcare.com where you can subscribe to our newsletter so you don't miss a thing.